Good evening and welcome to another show of harmonics. I'm Gregory Correa, the host, and I have a very special guest, one of the most beautiful ladies on the scene today, Lisa Marie Johnston. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm, it's, I'm just thrilled that you're on the show today. I'm excited to be here. Do you know, um, do you know we've met before? Yes. And we met at the Jason Becker, yes. Not Dead Yet, concert. Yes. And... How we met, I, I love how we met because you have some, some big fans on the scene. Um, you walked in front of me and you walked by, it was in the entrance area, and um, you go, is anybody standing here? And I go, no, there's nobody standing here because it's actually been reserved for you. <laughs> so you, you stay there for about one or two songs and then you walked out. And then Chris Guru and Terry Lauderdale, the great guitar player, mm -hmm. comes up to you and he goes, do you know who that is? I go, no, man, but I think she's a beautiful baby. He goes, that's Lisa Marie Johnston. She's a singer. I go, let's get her on the show. Talk to her. And now the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. So it's great to have you here, man. Um, I'm excited to be here. Let me, let, let's, 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 let's get into a little bit of your life a little bit, okay? Right. When did you actually knew that you had this gift for singing? Um... Specifically, or just is, you know, yeah, it's kind of silly. Mm -hmm. um, uh, when The Little Mermaid came out, because mm -hmm. I used to love to imitate cartoons and I would memorize monologues and lines from mm -hmm. all the Disney cartoons. Mm -hmm. When The Little Mermaid came out, I started imitating her singing and sort of took off from there. <laughs> so that, how old would you be around with The Little Mermaid? Six or seven. Six or seven yeah. years old. So you knew. So you you start. Did you go any talent shows or sing? I, yeah, that was my first my mm -hmm. first live performance was in fact The Little Mermaid, the theme song um, at a talent show. So did you sing in high school too, or have a band, or not really? Um, I started back up when I was about eighteen writing songs. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of children's theater though mm -hmm. um, through elementary school and junior high. Mm -hmm. When did you actually know that you wanted to perform in front of people, getting a band together, getting a bunch of, you know, because you, you, usually most of the bands are, are guys. When did you know that you wanted to start doing that? Like 18 years old. Really? Yeah. And, and where was that at? Where did you start doing that? Uh, I was in Vacaville, and I was um, up there getting ready to go to Davis to be a veterinarian mm -hmm. <laughs> as a biology major, and I would just knew it wasn't right, and mm -hmm. I kept thinking about wanting to go back to Fremont and get my guitar from my parents' house. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not going to lie, the movie Coyote Ugly was huge then, and I was young and impressionable, and so, um, yeah, I went back to Fremont, got my guitar, and wrote songs all semester, and then moved back home and started a band, and gave up on the veterinarian dream. What was the name of your first band? Ah, uh, Wendigo. Wendigo. <laughs> Which is an anthropological term for demons. Interesting. But I nobody could say it. I just got a music lesson and a history <laughs> lesson on that. Nobody could pronounce it, and and it was just sort of people would always say Wendango, or it it, it was it didn't work. <laughs> so you you started writing. So you just have been writing uh, ever since you've been eighteen. Yeah. And your first, let's say, what was your first performance with a band? With a band. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, gosh. I don't. I wouldn't be able to put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I guess with Wendigo mm-hmm. um, at City Beach in Fremont. Mm-hmm. That's a good place. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's a good place. I mean, the Beatles played in a cellar. A lot of people don't realize they played in a cellar. Billie Holiday played in a basement. All these great people had to start somewhere. Um, in early in life, you talked about the mermaid, and then you talked about um, Coyote Wild. Ugly. Ugly. Uh, <laughs> coyotes are wild. Um, what were some of your earlier influence, just besides cartoons, who were some of the singers that you were looking up to uh, and trying to emulate, possibly? Reba was huge. I love Reba. Um, she, as, a, as a younger kid, mm-hmm. I loved Reba McIntyre. I loved the Judds, mm-hmm. Randy Travis. Um, and it, it changes all the time. I'm Right now, I'm in a big Bonnie Raitt phase. Mm-hmm. Love Bonnie Raitt. I've known Bonnie for a long, long time. Oh, Bonnie played at Keystone favorite. Berkeley. Seen her back in the day. I was a youngster, and now I'm a more mature youngster. <laughs> um, you, you, you had those influences. Your voice, you have so much clarity. Oh, thank you. What gives you that that sound that you have? Is that just how did you develop that sound? Your voice is so clear. I don't. I don't know. I I sing a lot in the car. People think I'm crazy when they drive by me because I'm always singing. But mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I just just sing in a lot, mm-hmm. and I do a lot of solo shows and mm-hmm. um, just yeah, a lot of practice. When you, how do you take care of your vocal cords? Obviously, in the in the day, you you know you're working it out, and it's like as a singer, I stretch my. You got to stretch your 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 lungs and your vocal cords. How do you do that? What do you do to warm? Let's say before you go on the show, how do you warm up? I don't do a lot of warming up. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not very disciplined in that respect, but um, I usually will sing an octave lower than the than I'll pick a song from the set, sing it an octave lower, make some really funny noises. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, That's very yeah. good. But I'm not I I'm not really crazy about um, a, technique, know, technique or like or how just warm pre- up. Per- yeah preparing yeah. So before you go on stage mm-hmm. and you, you let's just say you're already getting warmed up. You're attired. You're a very beautiful young lady. Tell me, how do you choose your clothes before you go on air? Do you just pick them at random, or <laughs> I always have my comfy loading clothes mm-hmm. that are usually jeans and boots that are flat boots that mm-hmm. don't have heels, and then I have my fancy clothes in a bag to change into, and then I always get to about half an hour before the set starts, and mm-hmm. I just decide I'm comfortable in this, so this is what I'm going to play in. So I usually end up in like jeans, tank top, and flat boots. Do you ever find yourself when you're on stage or before you get on stage, do you ever find yourself kind of nervous or jittery or is it just you're with the guys or whoever you're playing with that night? How do you, how do you get into that, that Lisa Marie mode? I just get quiet. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like to have a lot of conversation before, so mm-hmm. I'll usually kind of hide out a little bit. Because I don't want to be rude or a diva to anybody, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just, I'm starting to go into my zone, and people love to come up and ask me lots of questions. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just sort of go hide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Um, a good friend of ours who was on our show, Bill Corey, when he produced Michael Jackson, that's exactly what he said about Michael. Michael actually would go by himself and just... The great ones would all go by themselves, and uh, Bill Bill is a is a legendary performer. When you when you write, there's a song that I, there's a couple songs I want to talk to you about. Okay. <laughs> okay. The song, the first song I heard you ever sing, 
and it was on the video, was How Do You Love Me? Tell oh, me about it. That's that's one of my original songs. It's mm -hmm. really old, and the video's really old. Mm -hmm. But um, that song I just wrote about someone that I didn't treat very well, which I talk about in the song. Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, I don't know. It just I like to make my lyrics conversational. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to say about that song. That song has a lot of meaning, a lot of depth to it. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's talk about um, This Is Me. Oh. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna travel a little bit on I this song. I love that right? CD. That's my first four-song CD that mm -hmm. I ever put out. Your EP. My EP. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me about that song. How did that inspire you, or just you were just singing in your car, or how did that? Come um, well, there are four songs, and I had just done a record that didn't. The music sounded okay, but it it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hence the name of the, the next CD. Mm -hmm. And um, I and and part of the reason was because when I made the first record, I didn't have. I didn't know music theory, and I didn't know how to produce or arrange my music. I just had these ideas, and so the producer on the first CD sort of did what he thought was best because I didn't know how to tell him what I wanted to hear. Right. So this was my first CD post-music theory mm -hmm. classes, and I really got to arrange and and have a say in how everything sounded. And um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I love I love that CD a lot. Glitter and gold. Yeah. Tell me about it. I like glitter and <laughs> gold. Tell me about glitter um, and gold. One of my dearest friends and mentors, uh, Toby Winkhorn, who is in a local band, was in a local band up here in the Bay Area called KGB. Um, he's a songwriter and we write songs together. And he had this, this melody line, the first line of the song, but he didn't have any lyrics for it. And he said, oh, I'm going to throw that away. And I said, wait a minute, no, say hate to love you and lose you. But that's the way it sometimes has to go, and then we just sort of progressed it from there. And he was, and we wrote the song together. Who's the guitar player? The guitarist in on the CD. Yes, Mark Claren. The excellent guitarist, excellent guitarist. Now, when you you're doing something else, you're writing some other songs, or you have some other songs that you wanted to talk about. Or um, there well, was, go ahead. There's a full length the record that came out in August, mm -hmm. um, but now we're right now we're finishing a new four song EP. Mm -hmm. Where I see in a video of you, and you're sort of like being busy. I love the little captions when you're kind of like doing your little thing. Oh. That where's that studio? Is in Oakland also? That's Nexus, and that's in Oakland. Yeah. And that you seem like you enjoyed that whole moment in that. Yeah, you we seem had fun. very relaxed. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time on that. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it was the first time that I really got to get in there mm -hmm. and say, "This is what I want to hear," and I now have the vocabulary to tell you what I want to hear and. Um, so it was really fun, yeah. You learn a lot each time, don't you? Yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. Some of the producers are so uh, far advanced. Tell me about your experience with Pro Tools. <laughs> I hate Pro Tools. No, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, it's necessary. Mm -hmm. um, it is. I, at this point, don't... I When I'm pre-producing a song, I do GarageBand because it's easier. It's easier to lay your idea down. I know and I've taken the classes and been certified in Pro Tools, but... I get really grumpy. Mm -hmm. I'd rather edit video mm -hmm. than audio, mm -hmm. honestly. But yeah, that's interesting that you said that. You and, know, go ahead. Oh, and I'm just a little angry because I I like my old school TP inbox that I have, that, okay. but it only runs an old version of Pro Tools. Mm -hmm. But the inbox is now. I'm not very excited about. Mm -hmm. I don't sound as nice. Mm -hmm. It's that warm feeling. It's, it's like guys that have played in the '50s, '60s, and '70s. They have these. 
warm amplifiers and Marshalls. Everything was, that's why guitars, Fenders, uh, you know, Gibsons, uh, Hofner basses, all these things, people want that stuff yeah. because that, the warmth, and of course, the Fender, you know, Leo, of course, you know, he was the guy that actually made it all happen. So when you, somebody says, the other day I was talking to a guitar player, and I go, that's a beautiful SG. And I go, what year is that? And he goes, oh, that's, a, that's a 67. <sighs> you know, it's worth about $7,000. Yeah. So it's the warmth, you know, it's the tubes and everything, you know, the tubes and every, everything. It's just warm, warmer. You know, you play guitar. Yeah. You talked about theory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell me what kind of guitar do you have? I actually have a brand new guitar. I'm really excited about it. It's a Boulder Creek guitar. Um, and they're in Morgan Hill, mm -hmm. and they are great, they make great acoustic guitars. They have a really cool metal bracing system inside. Mm -hmm. And um, before that, my my main guitar that I've had for years, and I'm actually carving a hole in right now. That's okay. That's <laughs> is right. a Taylor 914 CE. Oh, <laughs> you've had that a while. Yes, and and for a while, um, it was my only guitar that plugged in, mm -hmm. and for gigs, um, that's that's all I had. And so I would take this beautiful guitar around and always worry about it so mm -hmm. i'm really excited to have the new the, the newer guitar the new guitar yeah now did they sponsor and give it to you or did you have to buy it this is a trial phase okay. where they should give it to you oh they <laughs> <laughs> well i have to make sure i like it mm -hmm. but yeah you took some theory you talked about mm -hmm. theory so when you're when you're actually um doing your composing, you took it there. What key do you sing in? Or are there certain keys you sing in? All different in? keys. All different keys. Mm -hmm. What is the most, what's the best key you like to sing in? I'm a fan of C right now. Oh. I used to be a big fan of D. Mm -hmm. um, love some E minor. Mm -hmm. E minor's fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. So when you're when you're playing, like, if something comes to you, what, mm -hmm. what, what actually comes to you? Is it you're sad or happy? What what moves you? What 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 is the emotion inside of you that you're thinking about when when you're thinking about sitting down and composing? Um, it I it's sort of constantly happening in my head, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, a lot of my songs will start with either the first line of the song or the hook mm -hmm. will come into my head, and then I'll build the song around it. Would you classify your music because your voice? I mean. When when a Chris and and Terry told me to go on and find your videos, on, I went and found it. Your voice, your clarity is, and how you pronounce your pronunciation is so beautiful, and how you sing is 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 just it, you're amazing. Uh, <laughs> you you what what makes you feel that calmness inside of you? Because it, you have a lot of emotion, mm. but what gives you the calmness to? To break it out, to be who you are. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. know. <laughs> it's a gift. You have a gift. Yeah. You, you truly have a gift. No, I don't know. I... No, you have a gift, darling. No one could just sing like you and not have. You have a, a genuine gift that a lot of people should see more and more of. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some names that um, about country singers. Okay. And do you like some rock singers too? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, we're gonna go right off the top first. Um, I'm gonna talk about a guitar player. Okay. One of the world's greatest was stricken with a dreadful disease, Jason Becker. Yes. Tell me about Jason. Jason's the most inspirational guy ever. Mm -hmm. He is just great. He has mm -hmm. a wonderful sense of humor. Mm -hmm. um, and he's he's awesome. When mm -hmm. I was doing my full-length record, I would get really overwhelmed and end up going over for a visit to play guitar with him. Mm -hmm. 
and he'd ask me how the record was going and you can't really complain to Jason because his ad, like it's just like what am I complaining about? Mm -hmm. And so he was he was a great person to to have as a friend through that time because I'd never put out a full length record and it was so stressful. But um, he's awesome. He's Tremendous just, insight. Yeah, I call him the living genius in this area. Yeah, he is he is truly a genius and such an inspiration to all of us. Um, Taylor Swift. Oh, I love Taylor Swift. I really love her. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So does my wife Victoria. She loves this Taylor. Taylor she's Swift. She's a real deal. She is the real deal. She writes deal. great songs. She has great stage presence. Mm -hmm. um, and I've asked around anybody that I know of that does front of house or back of house that has ever come in contact with her on the road says that she's the sweetest thing to all of her sound people mm -hmm. and, and her stage people, which I think is really cool. Oh, that's the, that's the most important. It's like uh, the guys behind the scenes here, all those studio people and engineers and Sue Joy and all, all the people that make this show happen. Without them, there would be no now here. Mm -hmm. And uh, I appreciate everything those guys do. Um, we talked about Taylor. You talked about Reba McIntyre. She's mm -hmm. one of my, she is my favorite. I love Reba. Um, tell me about Reba. What, what inspires you about Reba? She was just very, she had a strong, powerful voice. Mm -hmm. um, and she, I don't have a really high range. Mm -hmm. um, and she stays in a more, a, a medium range mm -hmm. also, but is really powerful mm -hmm. when she sings. Mm -hmm. um, like someone like Dolly Parton, I love Dolly Parton's music now, but I couldn't sing as high as she does, so I, I didn't really get into her that much. But I love singing Reba. Faith Hill. Oh yeah, Faith Hill's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's totally and actually beautiful, very beautiful. Very pretty. Now, what is next? What is what do you see on the horizon for you? What what is next for you? So I'm a junior at SF State, and um, I am also almost thirty. <laughs> So Young. I should have gone. I should have gone to school a long time ago. And both of my great grandmothers have degrees, so I have to finish school. Mm -hmm. I have a year and a half left. I can't be the first one in in generations to not have a degree. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm finishing school and stockpiling recordings while I'm doing it. Excellent. So that's why I put out the full length and now the four song. Um, and and I'm a Becca major, so I'm studying music industry, which is really mm -hmm. cool. Um, and then either get teaching credentials, teach and tour in the summer, or just Things work out, just take off on tour. <laughs> <laughs> I hope but. you can do that. Now, could you imagine your teacher walks in hot for the teacher right here? Could you imagine if Lisa was your teacher? You would definitely be concentrating. You're going to get your degree. <laughs> yes. You're going to hopefully get on the road. You you play a lot around this area. Tell us some of the clubs where you kind of hang out and <laughs> where we could catch you. You don't have to say the dates, but just give yeah. us some. T tell us where you where you hang out and I sort of catch you. go back and forth between lounge singing to pay bills, which is way better than waitressing, um, but it's not that cool. Um, and then I'll do the showcase shows that are more glorious but don't really pay very well. Right. Um, so, like, Friday night, for instance, we're going to be at Sam's Chowder House okay. in Half Moon Bay for three hours. And then Saturday night, we're at Brick and Mortar. So you guys, you, you move around, but you stay basically mm -hmm. in the, in the, around, the, in, around the bay. Yeah. So Friday is a three-hour set with covers and originals. Brick and Mortar is a showcase, all original mm -hmm. set. So mm -hmm. it's sort of two kind of different shows so that when we you, put on. So when you play, you just play one set then there? 
at brick and mortar. Right. Yeah, and those that's the more glorious, the fun. That you is know. the best time because three hours is it's such a drag. It's I enjoy it though. I we have so much fun. Well, you got um, good players. Who's who, name some of your band? Give some credit to your band. Um, I have Orion Salazar on the bass. Who's great awesome. bass player. Um, Matt Blackett on guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally Isaac Boulevard on guitar. If Matt's that they go back and forth. I sort of have two players for each instrument except bass. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like to have Orion all the time on bass. Um, Exceptional bassist. And Jasper Skydecker from Forest Day okay. on drums. John Morales from Ten Mile Tide on drums sometimes. Um, Marcelino on keys. Marcelino um, Kiris. Mm-hmm. I can never say his name right. Um, and Phil Bennett. Mm-hmm. He played keys at the Jason Becker show. Right. Um, from Starship. Yes. He just played. I haven't played a live gig with him yet, but he just did keys on the Rato sessions. And I'm really excited about it, which is my new EP coming out. And what is it called again? It's called the Rato Sessions. And what does that mean? Tim? So Rato Peter is an engineer. He's worked with Green Day. He did engineered the Flipside record. Um, Sam Johnson. He, he's he's a great great engineer, and he teaches the Master Pro Tools class at the Art at Art Academy. Mm-hmm. So it's a really nice state of the art studio. Lots of awesome mics, and he basically said, "I need a band to teach with. So bring your guys in and play your stuff." And so we started doing that, and the recordings came out great. And so, also being in school and on a budget, right. I said, Rachel, can I actually like release these? He said, Yeah, you can do whatever you want with them. That's and excellent. so all of a sudden I had an EP ready to go. That's so. Awesome. And it's called the Rato Sessions because Rato's great. You know, you're hanging around with some great people. Yeah. Um, I am so in awe of your talent. Aww. You are truly a gift. Uh, finish your education. Yeah. <laughs> which are, you know, like your great-grandparents have done. Um, I would like to, um, in closing, uh, what we normally do, but I wanted to tell uh, people out there that check this young lady out because her voice is so beautiful. It will make you smile. Aww. It will make you realize that you're in the presence of somebody that's very special. And talking about special, if you got your shades, do you have sunglasses? I might took my jacket off. Oh, we can't, we can't let her just, just move, but we can't let you just move, but it's better that way. It's all right. But normally what we normally do, we'll give a big kiss to our audience. I'd like to thank you, and I hope you come back. I wish you the thank best you. of luck. And what we normally do, we give a big kiss out to our fans out in Harmonic Land. Nice. So... Good night. We got Lisa Marie Johnstone and Gregory Korea signing off with a big kiss and love you. Peace and love.